The Arizona Cardinals reduced their roster to 53. Our biggest surprises, who made the roster and who didn't. Plus, they're looking for a cornerback, and their coach confirmed that. We're talking about it all on today's Locked on Cardinals. I'm Bo Brock, along with Alex Clancy. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? Rise up, Red Sea. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, hanging out with you. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On Easy Cards at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. And at Clancy's Corner, we have a great podcast in store for you. Like, I felt like we were recording all day yesterday. We we put out two pretty lengthy podcasts uh, that went in-depth on Malcolm Butler, went in-depth on the 53-man roster, and then we're going to kind of wrap things up, put a little bow on it today, Alex. Yeah, I mean, it was eventfully uneventful. I mean, I guess you could say with Malcolm Butler, you know, the ongoing saga of why he's retiring, why he's put on the reserve retired list. One name that isn't on any list for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll talk about that as well. And if we're happy with the current state of the Cardinals, you know, 11 days away from kickoff in week one. Yeah, well, there are a couple of things we're going to cover on today's podcast. One, guys that surprised us that made the 53-man roster, which remains kind of a fluid situation despite it being, you can't go back on the initial roster. So you got your initial 53 guys, but there's a long way to go for those guys that are fringe roster types between now and Nashville when the Arizona Cardinals kick off the regular season against the Tennessee Titans. Cliff Kingsbury addressed the Malcolm Butler situation or just the cornerback situation. Uh, the ex-girlfriend of the Arizona Cardinals continues to be as petty as they can possibly get. We'll explain what that means. And um, just we're not going to start previewing the Tennessee Titans just yet. We're just not. Uh, we've got a long way to go. We're a daily podcast. We love to talk to you uh, every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I do want to point out, if you want to know about more about the Tennessee Titans, though, check out the Ultimate Season Preview. Yeah, with the NFL season about to begin, nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network, and it started on Monday. It's the Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview, taking you through every team, every division, with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason LaCanfora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And uh, today, it's the AFC South, and a shot was fired from Tennessee Titans host, Tyler Rowland saying that that's the the best collection of hosts that division on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Well, it's flat out wrong, flat out wrong. Um, and the NFC West will show up and show out here pretty soon. Alex and I were part of that group, that talented group of hosts, just as talented as this division is stacked. Uh, and we break it down, man. And we're, we don't pull any punches here. Like we have fun. We make fun of Kyle Shanahan because it's easy to. We make fun of you know the idea that Matthew Stafford is a legit uh, MVP candidate, despite Alex and I kind of uh, believing in him fantasy wise. Let's just leave it <laughs> yeah. at that. Yeah, and then <laughs> he might be on both of our rosters and in, in respective leagues. Yeah. But uh, yeah. let's get into this. Do we want to talk Patrick Peterson or we want to talk about right away? I want to talk right, about it right away. Let's get it right out of the way. Okay, so yesterday, after all the drama, after it was kind of. Um, finalized after all the speculation and of course the reporting from Mark uh, John what was it uh, Mike Garofolo of NFL Network he's he had the initial report that 
Malcolm Butler, just five months after signing a deal with the Arizona Cardinals to play and be one of their starting cornerbacks, was mulling retirement. And then officially the Arizona Cardinals, before releasing their 53-man roster, actually um, parallel to that, they uh, put him on the reserve retire list. And uh, shortly on social media, Craig Harris was able to capture this from one Patrick Peterson, part of his stories. Is that a card? Is that Cardinal Red? Is that is that part of it? I mean, the dude is just. I just can't well, use- the real Patrick Peterson. This is on Instagram. Yeah, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Is it Wario? Ward? What is it? Ward. Yeah, instead of Warren. I don't know. The jersey twenty-one. Oh, um, Ward. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's a couple different ways you can look at that. Uh, bad, you know, bad verbiage aside um horrible grammar <laughs> if, if there's if there's any Word. sort of personal reason and listen we'll talk about yeah. this is the important part we'll segue to malcolm butler in a second like if there is some real personal stuff going on that's making him retire i'm not laughing because it's funny i'm laughing because it's just another unconscionable thing that patrick peterson has done since leaving the cardinals it's like so you're yeah. gonna you're gonna knock a man when he's down if something personal is happening with him or his family it's like, well, yeah. I guess 21 isn't supposed to be worn. It's like, you know what? And I, I tweeted this out, and it was probably, you know, uh, a little bit o- overblown. But, I mean, he's starting to walk his way out of the ring of honor. Like, at, at, at what point does he need to shut the hell up and forget that he played for the Arizona Cardinals? Well, I mean, time heals all wounds, and he's just lengthening that time. Like, yeah. it used to be a pretty short. And you're like, okay, you know, after a couple seasons that he, that he has left in the NFL, and it's not much longer. Uh, if he doesn't improve his play, um, you know, it's it's going to be a, a little bit longer than expected. I mean, it's going to be Larry Fitzgerald and some other guys, and and then they might get to P2. I mean, at some point he will. I don't think he'll ever get him, his way completely out because I think people will kind of forget this pettiness. But that's exactly what it is, and it's it's just – and it's not two-sided. Like, we pay attention, and Craig Harris was able to pull that and stuff, but, you know – it's it's very apparent that Patrick Peterson still like the Arizona Cardinals live between his ears. There's no doubt about it. And I don't know how that's going to go week two. And I think there's a very good chance that it goes poorly for him. I don't think that he has the ability. He can talk the talk, but I don't know if he has the ability to truly walk the walk and shut down the Arizona Cardinals passing game enough to back up the way he's been speaking of the organization. Now, Again, because I feel like we have to do this. Patrick Peterson was an excellent Arizona Cardinal through 2017. It's one of the better corners we've seen wear an Arizona Cardinals uniform. I tweeted out, I think J.J. Watt has already been a better leader in the, you know before playing a game than Patrick Peterson ever was for this organization. I think both of those things can be true. Um, he, he requested a trade. He said, just kidding. He said, I want to be the next Larry Fitzgerald. Then he got popped for PEDs in succession. Yeah. Those are the four things that happened. And then he was a C plus B minus corner last year with a, with a cornerback room that needed his production. Now, right now, what Patrick Peterson has is you've said this, I've made fun of you for it, but let's just say he has FOMO. He has fear of missing out because this is the most fun roster the Arizona Cardinals have put together since he's been on, since he's been an Arizona Cardinal, maybe not Mm -hmm. the most talented, but 2015 was a boring team with a lot of really good and high floor players and you know it's not bad to be fun sometimes fun isn't great you don't want to be the fun parent you want to be the parent 
that you can reprimand your child and have the respect. Like there's there's right. give and take for both. But this is the sexiest and most fun roster the Cardinals have had probably since he was drafted, and they didn't want to give him ten million dollars, so we left. Yeah, I kind of like it at this point. I like it because it, it provides it provides fodder. It, th- that the fact that he just can't get over the Arizona Cardinals, yeah. you know, I. Th- it's just like, okay, all right. Like before, I understand there was things in the headlines. Malcolm Butler did sign. He did take your old number. And like, I, I, I kind of get it. And you felt wrong by the organization. But now it's just like you've gone through training camp. You've played t- games for this or your new organization. And you're still scrolling your old ex-girlfriend's Instagram feed. You're, you're looking at their Facebook feed on a daily basis. And you need to just stop. You just need to stop and focus because otherwise, if you don't focus on what you need to, you know, pay attention to, it's going to be a long year. I mean, he what what he needs to do for that that Vikings defensive secondary, which was terrible, 29th last year. Um, it, he, I mean, the the turnaround there that they're expecting from a guy that's over 30, I don't know if it's realistic. And I don't if you're Minnesota, you're like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you looking back? We just exactly. gave you way too much money to be a Minnesota <laughs> Viking. You know what? Maybe jump forward here and not look right. so you know not look so lovingly and scornfully back at your ex it, it, using that comparison. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, he was brought in to mold young corners and raise the floor in the cornerback room. You know, alongside Harrison Smith, who just got paid over the top as as their as their baller safety. Like, yeah. If I'm looking at this, it's like shut up. We got we got games to play. Week two yeah. is going to be fascinating for so yeah. many different reasons. I mean, not just for the fact that the Cardinals cornerback room may have taken a step back. I mean, I, I guess we'll mention it. Like, or you know, and that with Minnesota's offense coming in and what Patrick Peterson can do against the Cardinals wide receivers, it's going to be fascinating. It really is. It really is. And it look, we'll say this again. He uh, probably the best of all time to ward number twenty one for the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> he ward that uh, that jersey number pretty pretty well for the Cardinals back in the day. Patrick Peterson. Well, in that conversation, Cliff Kingsbury has talked about the cornerback room that Alex mentioned, and uh, do they plan on adding anybody? There are five warm bodies that play the cornerback position currently on the roster. Some people say there's five. It's it's four, right? We have four guys on the roster that are going to play the cornerback position. We'll get in what the K2 had to say about it. And also we'll get into the conversation about who surprised us by making the roster, who came out of nowhere to uh, secure themselves one of the 53 spots on this Arizona Cardinals roster. We'll uh, talk about that. It's all coming up. It's locked on Cardinals. Let's talk about uh, week one of the NFL season. It's nearly upon us. And, it's football season, and it's that time of year as all eyes turn to football. We are going to have some college football this weekend, and BetOnline's your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get updated odds, props, and contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest, the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head over to the website on your cell phone. Sign up today. Receive 100% welcome bonus. Dollar for dollar, whatever you put in for your first deposit, take advantage as well of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Bucks and the Cowboys. And if you lose, you don't lose because your wager will be refunded up to 25 bucks. That's uh, for new customers only when signing up using the promo code 
NFL 100. Bet online, the fastest, easy way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of their great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right, back here, locked on Cardinals, part of your locked on podcast network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. We're seeing numbers that we haven't seen before. Incredible. Thank you to everybody that listens, that subscribes, that follows along, whatever podcast platform you use, plus the new YouTube channel. Thank you to everybody that's subscribed. If you haven't done so, please subscribe. Please hit the like button on it. We appreciate it. This thing is uh this thing is growing beyond our wildest dreams, and we cannot wait to see where this thing's going. And we haven't even played a regular season football game at this point. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah, and all of this, you're right. Thank you, Patrick Peterson. <laughs> continue, right? Please continue. It's uh, it's it's there's. I don't think that there is a better community either of fans as far as the interaction that we get, people chiming in, and we that's what we want. We want to encourage it. Like yesterday was awesome. We had people, you know, chatting and talking about uh, the Malcolm Butler situation, guys who were being cut from different rosters, and people kind of giving their own insight, their own ideas. And uh, we absolutely encourage that here on the Locked On Cardinals podcast. You're hanging with Bo and Alex here. And um, so Darren Urban tweeted this out. And the Arizona Cardinals uh, head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, said that they will, quote, definitely look to see if there's a cornerback to add to the roster. Um, he said the line of communication remains open with Malcolm Butler as the only thing we know about that situation is it's a personal issue. I can't I can't imagine being on the reserve retired list is just a just paperwork to get him back if they want to. Um, but they, now they just got to do their due diligence and kind of looking, Alex, at the free agent trash heap. There's not much there. Yeah. Um, and just to, to button on Malcolm Butler, I think they're also doing it instead of cutting him because he might go sign for another team. If there is a reason why he's being put on the reserve uh, um, retired list. Like they're they're let's hit on this really quickly before we go to the trash heap. Like there are conflicting reports, conflicting rumors, speculation as to why this is happening. I am going and I'm always in the camp. Like if they say it's for a personal reason, I'm saying, you know what? Football's not important. If it's a family thing, go do it. But there's also speculation like, Bo, what was it that there's only one unvaccinated Arizona Cardinal? Is that right? Yeah, that was reported to. Darren Urban said that there's only one unvaccinated Arizona Cardinal remaining. Okay, so, I mean, that could be it. Maybe we don't know this, but it's for speculation. What if it is him? Maybe, you know what? He's standing up like, listen, I don't want to get vaccinated. I'm going to retire. I've made enough money. I don't need this game anymore. Fine. It's your prerogative. The other one is, which is the most interesting, is he was the lowest pro football focus rated corner in the, Card- in the Cardinals in the preseason. And, and as Bo mentioned yesterday, it really could be much to do about nothing because we know what he is we know what he is as a corner and he's going to be the cornerback one most likely if he were to play regardless of his age but maybe he lost his spot and maybe he didn't want to play if he wasn't going to be cb1 lined up against the wide receiver ones of opposing teams so there's just a bunch of a bunch of different speculation as to why but that's another interesting storyline uh surrounding malcolm butler but again if it's important and it's his family get the hell out of here do whatever you got to do man yeah if it's anything i mean if if it's if it's his uh you know he's he's a guy that's from you know the south and there's a big hurricane you know about to hit that area if that's something he's kind of concerned about it's all speculation right now i mean it's it's nothing i haven't seen anything 
that uh, a, a real true substance in reporting that's, that tells us anything that, that would shed light on the personal reasons that he's stepping away from the game. And, um, you know, it, exactly. I mean, you're right. I mean, if it's if it's something to do with family and, and he feels like that's the best move for family, it's not for us to, you know, chime in on that or, or voice our opinion, whether that's wrong or right. It's up to Malcolm Butler. Um, so I, I would have loved to see him line up for the Arizona Cardinals. I thought that he was actually a good um, player to replace Patrick Peterson as far as what production Peterson provided last year when that secondary was, you know, I mean, you could have gone otherwise, but you would have had to break the bank or you would have had to surrender some draft capital. And I think all options have to be open as far as the cornerback room. You know, they're looking, you know, who, who was it? Our, our buddy Mike that uh, tweeted at us. Who's going to be a, uh, it was a Joe Hayden's going to be a free agent in 2022. That's, that's, that's too long. You can't wait that long. I mean, the, the windows right now. So, yeah, and, and we talked a little bit about yesterday. Like, is there somebody? Can you can you pluck somebody from a different organization and you know offer too high of a draft pick for the, where they can't say no? I mean, this is kind of uncharted waters, and it's you know they didn't already didn't have a safety net going yeah. in going into the going into training camp, and then now it's just you hope Marco Wilson can ball, you know, you hope yeah. he can play at an NFL level already, which is super unfair to ask. We've we've seen it before, but a fourth round pick coming out with there's been no track record of Steve Kime drafting anybody after the third round that's really popped. It's like, you know, we need to let see it before you. we believe it. Yeah, let me say this, and then I want to ask you a question. As far as Marco Wilson, like you can be encouraged by Marco Wilson, but also putting him, starting him against wide receivers that are AJ Brown and Julio Jones could be just a catastrophe. It could be awful. Like I don't, I don't like that. I I like that of the least of any of the. If it's Robert Alford, I'll take Robert Alford getting beat and not having to get uh, having to have a tough lesson taught to him in week one in his first regular season game in Marco Wilson. Yeah. But let me I mean, ask you that. Do the Arizona Cardinals right now, without Malcolm Butler, who's on the reserve retired list, on defense, have enough talent to keep their head above water? between now and the NFL trade deadline to where there could be potentially guys emerge onto the trade market. I don't know. I mean, it, the first, we're going to find out real quick, you know, cause it's not only AJ Green and Julio Jones, it's Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen next, you know, like it's not like there's, there's no room for air maybe in Jacksonville, but you know, who knows with these guys? And I, no, I, I mean, it, it, it's going to, it really is going to be dependent upon the pass rush. And we've talked about this, we, how Zayvon Collins is in coverage and Chandler Jones and, and JJ Watt getting a push up front. Like if, yeah. if you, and the problem with Ryan Tannehill is the dude's got, he's got a motor. I mean, he's got legs. So it's, it's going to be a very, very tough matchup, but it is going to be the litmus test necessary for the Cardinals to kind of determine where they are. Like if they lose, if Tennessee puts up a 40 burger, which I don't think they will, but say they put up a 40 burger and the Cardinals lose 40 to 30. There's already going to be looks to try and acquire a cornerback from somebody else. And the first round pick will be on the table. And I think it should be because if, if everything goes to plan, the Cardinals are going to be drafting in the twenties. That's the idea. Yeah. I mean, the, the, what the reason I brought up the NFL trade deadline uh, is because right now that there's there's different teams and what their expectations are and, and the Arizona Cardinals would be looking at some t- teams that are pretty much already counting themselves out. Now I'm not saying anybody's going to say that they would count themselves out, but teams like the Texans that have very low expectations 
that you could pry away an NFL starting caliber cornerback from that roster like right now. And then there's the exceptions like who knows what's going on with Henderson down in Jacksonville and if if they can repair that relationship. But then if you wait to the deadline, there's going to be teams that are going to kind of have a good idea of where they're going this season. And, you know, like I the, the one kind of blueprint that stands out to me is what Baltimore was able to do in year two, Lamar Jackson, was go out and get Marcus Peters. Because, I mean, obviously those – there's no Marcus Peters on that grow on trees. Right. Like you can't find that. It's not going to be available each and every regular season on the trade market. But you know, the Arizona Cardinals, and, and we saw this, a couple guys tweeted this and, and we're in the chat about it when we were talking yesterday. You know, the idea of of Isaiah Simmons playing a little cornerback, getting into coverage, it's like that might work on in a play. And he might be a very above average coverage linebacker. And that helps you in the on the you know kind of the middle of the field, but outside, that's where the Arizona Cardinals. Everybody has been concerned about. There's not anybody that you can rely upon on the outside to cover at all. Yeah, and let let me tell you this. So you asked the trade deadline is November second, so that's yeah. going to be after Week Eight. So the Cardinals from Week One through Week Eight play the Titans, the Vikings, the Jaguars, Rams, 49ers, Browns. And then the Texans and the Packers on Thursday night. So no, no, <laughs> the answer is no. In my opinion, the answer is no. Okay. Unless Marco Wilson comes out, turns out to be the next Marshawn Lattimore, Jalen Ramsey, like right out of the gates. Those guys are both first round picks. Yeah, you know, I like mean, high first yeah. round, high ish first round picks. The uh, the the pass rush would have to be elite. Yeah. It, it would, it would, it would have to be up there with what you know Washington football team was able to produce with uh, Marquez uh, with Sweat. And uh, and with um, Montez Chase White, Young, yeah. yeah, Montez, what it's where they're just terrorizing opposing offenses. It's it's you know JJ Watt and Chandler Jones at you know the age of thirty. Can you get eight weeks out of them to weather that storm? I don't know if that's possible. But well, look, they do, if they want to contend, they're going to have to add somebody, whether it's yeah. now or whether it's during the season. They're just right. going to have. To. And one one last thing, put a button on it that Buda Baker may have to play a completely different role in this defense. Like if he's a safety, you may have to play him more over the top, and just you know hope and and pray that you can band aid the de- the secondary that way. Yeah, you know, I mean, it just you want him to be more of a rover like Teron Matthew, but I mean, he's got to do what the what the defense needs him to do the most. No doubt about it. Who was a surprise player that made the fifty three man roster? Alex and I have a couple of guys in mind. We'll tell you who that is. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Follow Alex at Clancy Corner. Follow me at B O B R A C K and at Locked On A Z Cardinals. Subscribe to this YouTube channel today. I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love with no hassle. Direct TV Stream brings you live TV and on demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting to get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Putting your streaming and your on-demand together, those worlds collide just like tasty and healthy with Built Bar, Alex. I love Built Bar. I have one left. I'm going to be back home later this afternoon. I decided that I'm going to eat it tomorrow. It's my orange. It's my favorite one. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. Uh, they like to say they're the healthiest candy bar on the planet because 
It's pretty much like a candy bar without the 40 grams of sugar. They've been doing blind taste tests. Uh, coconut almond versus almond joy. And I think it was cookies and cream versus three musketeers. I believe I can't remember exactly the flavor, but Built Bar is winning on blind taste tests. And they've only got three or four grams of sugar on each one. They got plenty of protein, uh, nine uh, flavors that are around all the time. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everybody. Upwards of 18 grams of protein, at most 180 calories, and at most five grams of net carbs. Like, it, it's no brainer. They're like four bites. They're soft. They don't taste like chalk. And that's why we love them so much. We don't just pub them. Bo and I eat them. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Locked on Cardinals, part of your Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We've got a new Cardinals follow for you guys. Our guy Kevin Parrish Jr. joined the organization. He's going to be uh, doing a lot of uh, work for the website, azcardinals.com, staff writer over there. Uh, he reached out uh, to the show, to Alex. We appreciate Kevin uh, tuning in, getting our insight, um, and uh, looking forward to all the work that he's going to produce over there at the website. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at uh, Kevin Parrish Jr. Verified. You'll find him pretty easily. Have all you right, ever moved your verification yet? No. I feel like there should be a sweep starting Why? with you. Is there no. any other Bob Rack out there? No, but just the verification purposes. I'm still, even though I have it now, I still think they should remove yours. You realize how big of a scam it is that you got it and (laughs) (laughs) they should. Cody Rourke. Oh, poor Cody. Locked on on Broncos. At least there's been a moratorium on making fun of him for that. Maybe we should bring that back. Just Just a little salt in the wound. Ah, He's a a sweet guy. (laughs) He's got to watch Teddy Bridgewater, you know, start (laughs) his NFL team that he covers. All right, let's wrap things up here. Yeah. I was surprised to see uh, Antoine Wesley, the wide receiver that played for K- Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech, make this 53-man roster. We saw Keyshawn Johnson exit. Um, I mean, I get it. I mean, it's more of kind of a adds a little diversity as far as what he brings skill set-wise, size and physicality to this this uh, this wide receiver core because it's you know outside of DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Green, it lacks size. Christian Kirk. Rondell Moore, not the biggest guys. Andy Isabella, obviously not the biggest guy. So Anton Wesley, you know, close to six, what, six, four, six, five. We saw him almost make a circus catch in the preseason. So the athleticism's there and then the familiarity with Cliff Kingsbury, but to kind of get the nod over uh, Greg Dorch, who can do some things in special teams. And then, of course, Keyshawn Johnson. I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with the running backs. I thought it was going to be either Jonathan Ward or Eno Benjamin. The fact that they both made the roster. I think it's a good sign. It, it shows a lot about Eno and the fact that I think that was the surprise for everybody that he performed the way he did and he deserved a roster spot, not being active at all last year uh, and now being on part of the active roster. I think he's going to be the RB3. Um, I don't know if he and Ward are going to bounce up and down from the practice squad or what, but um, it's got to be a running back by committee because yeah. we, we haven't seen anything else proven otherwise. Just a, just one note here before we get out of here that the Arizona Cardinals, as far as the players that did not make the roster that were with this team in training camp in the preseason, nobody was claimed so far. So any of the guys that you kind of um, liked this preseason, they're available to kind of maybe slide onto the practice squad. Uh, so that might kind of take your worries away that you might miss out 
on some of these guys that flashed a little bit or piqued your interest during the preseason training camp. So let's see what happens with the Arizona Cardinals, what that uh, practice squad looks like going forward, or if they, they haven't they either didn't make any claims or they didn't, they definitely didn't win any waiver claims as far as the guys that were released from other rosters. So we'll see what happens. Guys like Antoine Wesley, guys in that running back room, probably not sleeping very well between now and uh, you know the opener because as Cliff Kingsbury told the media today, they're open to adding a cornerback, and that's we'll see what happens as far as roster space. And you know, it's interesting. One last thing is that Travis Fulgham was released, which was very interesting to me. Uh, the wide receiver, he was a standout, obviously fantasy football yeah. standout last year. I'm not exactly sure. He led the Eagles in receiving last year. Yeah, and he's, I mean, a, he's a big guy with great hands that came out of nowhere. I wonder if the yeah. Cardinals may, um, you know, uh, check him out as a potential option. At this point, you need to load up with what your strengths are. And, yeah. you know, if if you can add another receiver, I mean, why the hell not at this point? Do you have an idea of what you feel like the Arizona Cardinals' strength is? I don't want you to say it because I want to save maybe for tomorrow. What? Do you feel like room-wise? Or yeah. side of the ball wise, room room wise, probably quarterback. <laughs> no, um, I mean the, the strength is probably safety because Buda Baker's yeah, him and J- Jalen Thompson is the best two punch for a one two punch that we have to watch for. I I think at least. Yeah, well, we'll maybe we'll yeah we'll re- revisit that tomorrow. It's locked on Cardinals. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at B-O-B-R-A-C-K at Clancy's Corner and at Locked On AZ Cards. We appreciate everybody watching, listening. We're almost there. Tomorrow we're officially a week out from regular season kicking off between the Bucks and the Cowboys. And before we get out of here, let me tell you about Locked On Bets. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q, handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get the daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast, where, uh, which is brought to you by betonline.ag. Wherever you get podcasts, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.